0: Welcome to the Dina Joe podcast. I'm DJ Dina Joe, your friend, coming to you from Mile High City, Colorado. Thank you so much for joining the show. To you all the best. Listening on the download, thank you, and hit that follow button so you can join live sometime. I'm here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7:45 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, and I have the best people in the chat, in the chat, and in um on the panel. Excuse me. Thank you for your continued love, sports, likes, shares, and families. Um, we have a lot to go over today. It is Friday. Friday the 13th, actually. They're here in with sports and music. And the first of three Fridays and Monday the 30th of Halloween-y type music. So um, let's see if you, it. Hey Aaron, did you show? did it. Hey, Erin, did you show me live? it showed me live and you were able to click on it yeah mm -hmm. okay yeah all right perfect i don't want to get into um i wanted to turn it up for you talk again for me
1: can you hear me erin yes yeah
0: all right i'm just trying to get your mic up there all right well gosh where is everybody um, I'll do the weather real quick. Um, today is Friday the 13th. Currently in Denver, it is 38 and partly sunny, high of 51. Um, gosh, it's crazy to think about a week ago that it was in the 80s, right? <laughs> Hi, Nancy! Hi, Cita Mary, welcome. So, yeah, we have a freeze warning um tonight, I believe, in effect until uh Saturday, 9 a.m., they're saying. Um, that happened so quickly. Ugh! So, <laughs> hi, BP, good to see you. Um, so in um, Vancouver, British Columbia, um, I didn't do that one. <clears throat> my internet, I don't know what happened. We had It said that our modem was down. So we fixed our modem and then we had to go in and put all, every single device back on for whatever reason. And then for whatever reason, it wouldn't let my laptop and Aaron's connect to the internet. Those were the only two that weren't. And I'm like, at the last minute, that's where all my stuff is. And I'm thinking, what in the heck am I going to do? And then, I don't know, Aaron came up. And then all of a sudden, one of them was there. And he fixed it for me. He said, thank you, Aaron. Um, but I didn't get all the weather done. <laughs> so I didn't get all the weather done. Aw, hi, BP. So um in well in Ontario, 49 and mostly sunny. Expect partly sunny skies. High in 58 eight um for bp i'll look on here too let's see uh, 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 and i don't even think um i haven't seen i talked to ryan yesterday a little bit um there we go okay so for bp it is currently 51 and sunny and you'll have mostly sunny skies the high of 67 and then it looked like you guys were getting rain this weekend or rain is coming soon um it's coming soon um for my friends in um arizona tucson it's 58 and clear expect sunny skies high of 84 and phoenix 62 and clear expect sunny skies high of 88 and for coffeeville kansas boy your humidity still up there well it's 73 humidity let's see i'm 61 um you guys are going to be mostly cloudy scattered Light rain showers are expected with a high of 68. So gosh, I bet when it rains, it gets more humid. Humider, humid, more humid. What is the correct word saying there? I don't know. All right. So um, here we go. Um, I know if I turn this music on, it's going to be really loud. We'll see. So I wanted to do the word of the day. Um, No, not that loud by electronics this morning. Um, self-compassion is the word of the day. Self-compassion is defined as giving yourself the same compassion you would give others. Um, so the quote of the day I have is having compassion starts and ends with having compassion for all of those unwanted parts of ourselves. Isn't that true? And that's Fama Chandra. Um, I think that one is, um, I love that one. We need to be kind to ourselves, every single part of ourselves. Um, If your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. And that is um, another person. (laughs) Hi, Bella. Good to see you, Um, Harth Gutra. So many of us are able to extend compassion towards others, yet struggle when it comes to giving a little to ourselves. Um, why? I wish I knew. Um, I can admit that this is something that I fight with all the time, even though I understand why being self-compassionate to myself is so important. Um, It's still a struggle. For example, imagine That someone close to you has come to you because they needed someone to share their struggles. They're currently going through. They feel overwhelmed by all the challenges that they might be going through and start beating themselves up. How would you respond? Would you sit there and agree with them and put them and help put themselves down? No, chances are you would extend some compassion because you understand. You've been there. But now let us imagine for a moment that that you are that person going through the battle or that you did something stupid that you now regret are you extending that same kind of compassion to yourself or are you beating yourself up if you're like most people myself included you find it a bit more difficult to do it sounds like such a simple concept yet many of us Being kind to ourselves, especially when we are experiencing some type of failure or struggle can seem impossible. Luckily, self-compassion is a learnable skill and a good thing because it has a number of health benefits, including lower levels of anxiety and depression. Here are some steps you can take to having more self-compassion towards yourself. And give yourself some encouragement when you're going through something. Practice mindfulness. It can help you to become more aware of your negative self-talk and develop a more compassionate attitude towards yourself. Um, Recognize that you are only human. Remember that everyone makes mistakes and experiences setbacks. You are not alone in your struggles and it's okay to ask for help when you need it. Forgive yourself. First, accept responsibility for any harm you have caused. Secondly, acknowledge the regret you feel without overwhelming shame. And third, try to repair the damage along with recommitting to your values. Um, Become more self-aware of, um, be aware of the internal narrative in, in the positive start point to changing the self-talk. Hi, Radio perlesque Welcome, XAI. And express gratitude. Um, studies have shown that gratitude helps foster higher levels of psychological well-being, um, practice self-care, um, take care of your physical, emotional, and mental health by getting enough sleep, eating well, exercising, and um, engaging in activities that bring you joy. Like Coming here and being with you brings me joy. Forgiving and nurturing your ourselves can set the stage for a better health relationships and general well-being. To sum it all up, practice self-compassion. It may take some time and effort to cultivate the same relationship with yourself that you would have with good friends. See yourself as an inner friend instead of an enemy. Recognize all your strengths and potential. It is an attitude you need to accept yourself as we are despite the past and find peace and joy in the present. So you got this. I believe in you. So, um, yeah, all of a sudden I turn around and there's all kinds of stuff on the computer. How you doing? Hi, Shelby. How are you? Um, so be um, self-compassionate to yourself. Um, I think we beat ourselves up way too much, um, some of us. <laughs> Probably ninety percent of us do, and we need to be kinder to ourselves. So, there we go. How are you doing, Aaron?
1: Good, yeah, just waiting for the uh, segment to start.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, um, I have a, you know, I have a joke for you—the joke of the day, the corny joke of the day. Let me turn that off and um, see if I can get you a little bit higher. Um, so let's see. Let's see if you know this one. Why is it so windy in sports stadiums? I don't know. Because there are so many fans. Mm. Oh, you didn't like that one? No?
1: No, I was like. Because I thought it was like the home team always blows a, a lead and
0: loses. Oh, well, their- that might be good. <laughs> I told you they were corny. I told you they were corny. All right. So here is something for you to ponder, a ponder thought. Okay. Think about this. When sign makers go on strike, is anything written on their signs? Hmm. There you go. There's your thought for the day. All right, Aaron, that didn't go over very well with you either. Well,
1: sorry. <laughs>
0: Do you understand what I'm saying? I'll talk to you about it later, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. All right. So we'll go to your list. Anyway, um, here is Aaron with, <laughs> with um, his uh, sports segment. Hi, T. Now, even music, like, it's weird. Um, it's kind of off. So, um, you missed a week of sports, Aaron. Sorry about that. Yeah,
1: because you recovering from your procedure.
0: Yeah. Um, hi, Mike.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so, do you have anything that um, last week that was, like, really important that you wanted to go over? That happened? Yeah. I didn't know if you did or if you just wanted to go over this week.
1: Yeah, um, I mean um last week I watched the of course I was watching the WNBA playoffs. Uh-huh. And it was uh the New York Liberty versus the Connecticut Sun and the New York Liberty are in the WNBA Finals. They beat the Connecticut Sun in game three, uh, 92 to 92-81. Mm-hmm. And then the Aces beat the Dallas Wings in the semifinals. 64-61 in game three. They swept the Dallas Wings in three games. Um, it was a really low-scoring playoff game out of the total number of the out of the total number of WNBA playoff games I've watched this postseason, no, yeah. this is also my first full WNBA postseason I've I've ever watched as well, ever.
0: Oh, so why? It, it was really low scoring that game last week?
1: Yeah, because uh, like all the other games are, they had like, uh, like teams were scoring 80, 92 points, that sort of thing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So it was like a low score in defensive defensive game or whatever.
0: So, did anything happen this week with with the WNBA? The playoffs?
1: Uh, well the or has it finals yet? started. Okay. And uh as of right now as of right now the Las Vegas Aces are up two games to two games to nothing. So they won game 1, 99 to 82, and then they won game Game one was back on October eighth, and then October eleventh. the The Las Vegas Aces won one hundred and four to seventy six. It's almost won by thirty. Okay. Game three is this. Is this Sunday? So if the Aces win this Sunday, they will. uh, The Aces will win their uh, second consecutive championship. Who are you rooting for? I'm kind of rooting for for the uh, for both teams since I both like the Aces and the Liberty, but to be honest, mm-hmm. I kind of, I'm rooting for Las Vegas. Okay. Yeah. You want and them to win their last second? week, of course. Colorado was at home playing against USC. They came up short, forty eight to forty one. I mean, we were down by like a couple. Tut, I knew it would Thank you, This game for Colorado was going to be tough going, tough one going in. But I'm proud of the Buffaloes team for not giving up and doing their best to almost pull off what would would have been an incredible comeback to only come up a touchdown short of setting the game into overtime. Crazy enough, Colorado had more total yards of like offense than USC. Uh huh. Five hundred and sixty-four yards to four
0: hundred ninety-eight. Wow.
1: Uh, Shadir Sanders threw for 371 yards and four touchdowns and one interception. And he also rushed for 50 yards and one rushing touchdown. Shadir is also thrown for for, uh, 15 touchdowns and only two interceptions this season. Well, technically, he's so far this season, he's thrown for 2,020 yards, 16 touchdowns, and only two interceptions. So far he's completed 72%, 72.7% of his passes. Plus he's re- run for three touchdowns as well this season. That's crazy. I know. And then the next, next game, well, <clears throat> some of the other games I watched from last weekend was number 22, Florida lost to Kentucky 33 to 14. Old Miss defeated LSU fifty-five to forty-nine, and then Alabama beat uh, Mississippi State forty to seventeen, and then lastly, number eleven Notre Dame defeated number seventeen Duke twenty-one to fourteen. Last weekend, this past weekend, mm-hmm. Colorado got back on the winning side. They beat Arizona State by three twenty-seven to twenty-four. I'm happy that, that was, was able to win this game in the final seconds with a field goal with about 15 seconds left in the game, especially when we were either taught that we were either tied or trailing throughout the whole game. Thank goodness we were we weren't trailing much at halftime, which was which was a field goal. Yeah,
0: that was a good game.
1: Yeah, and so far, and Shadir Sanders threw for three, two 239 yards on 26 of 42 passing for a touchdown. And he also ran for a touchdown. And their next game is actually tonight against Stanford. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's a home game against the Stanford Cardinals, but it's 8 o'clock. So I'm going to be flipping between that because uh, that other game show on CBS is supposed to premiere tonight. Mm-hmm. Raid the cage. That's
0: kind of late, late for a college game, isn't it?
1: A little bit, but on well. a Friday night, but I'll try to stay up and watch as much as I can. Mm. Like I said, I'll be watching that, and then the, uh, and then the Raid the Cage show on CBS because because they're going to be on at the same time. Okay. So once like the one, the game show goes to a commercial, I'll flip back to the game and see how the game's going, and then flip back.
0: The college games seem to be more exciting than, well, at least. Yeah, and they art. can get
1: high scoring, too. Like, like one of these games I watched from this past weekend, uh, LSU, number 23 LSU beat number 21 uh, Missouri 49-39. And I can't believe uh, Oklahoma won in the final seconds against Texas in the Red River rivalry, 34-30. to 30. I'm sorry, Aaron. I also watched.
0: Go ahead. ahead. No, you go ahead.
1: (laughs) And also this past weekend, I watched my first ever Ivy League college football game.
0: Ivy League. Well, what does that mean? What is Ivy League? What is that? uh,
1: Universities that are kind of like hard to get into. Like,
0: so, I mean, they, they, well, I mean, I know, I know what Ivy League colleges are, but it's a college team, right?
1: yeah one of these are and it's it was between lafayette and princeton so it was the princeton tigers football team that was watching this was the first ever ivy league college football game i've ever watched but i wish there was more offense but it was interesting to watch nonetheless because the final score was uh lafayette 12 princeton nine gotcha yeah, it was yeah, really they're kind interesting of too cuz I was watching this on uh ESPN Plus cuz I was like mm-hmm. oh, I'll check this out and it was an, it, it was it was kind of interesting to see a uh Ivy League college football game.
0: <laughs> Is it any different than than any other college football game?
1: Uh I would say so. I mean, there wasn't that many people in the stands or that sort of thing. The uniforms were different.
0: So they so they really have their Aaron, so the Ivy League really has their own, like just they only play certain
1: colleges and like basketball team. They have like their own basketball team because of like March Madness from last year. And they also have a football team.
0: Uh, well okay we'll have to talk about this we'll have to talk about this off the show so you so i can understand um what you're saying so they're not they're not part
1: of we can look it up
0: yeah because i don't understand they're not part of the regular college teams that play like
1: Like they are They're division one colleges but it's got you okay yeah it's just the ivy it's harvard Princeton right Yale, I know Cornell like all those yeah
0: right I understand that okay sorry sorry this is your you're trying to teach me sports so I'm trying to understand all right we'll yeah. move on are you done with the college and you're gonna do the NFL
1: yeah so this one uh Juliet. this was the London game from last weekend and I watched this on ESPN oh. plus because they had a simul Especially the simulcast of the game was animated into the world of Toy Story that I watched. What? Yeah, like all the players were like toys just running around on the field. Okay. It was pretty. It was pretty awesome. It was. I thought it was pretty fun to watch seeing the players transform into toys and playing a game of football in Andy's room. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and the goalposts were made of uh, blocks with letters on them too.
0: Hmm. And this was the NFL football you're talking about.
1: Yeah. This was the first London game this year and the Jaguars won a 23 to seven. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It was like some kind of with a collaboration with Disney or something. I enjoyed it.
0: Hmm. All right. And it was in London.
1: And of course the Broncos last weekend, they came (sighs) back to beat the bears 31 to 28.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, but that's a sad one because they're just as bad as we are, right? Are they the worst team and like we're the second to the worst team or something like that?
1: Yeah, something like that, yeah. The Broncos were down by 21 and made a complete comeback to win with a little over 30 seconds left in the game. Russell Wilson was 21 for 28, throwing for 223 yards and three touchdowns. And he also had 13 rushing yards.
0: Nice.
1: The other um, NFL games I watched that uh, weekend too were... The Cowboys blew out the Patriots at home 38 to three. And then the Kansas City Chiefs hung on to beat the New York Jets uh, 23 to 20 after leading uh, 17 to nothing.
0: And then what happened this week?
1: Well, this last weekend for the Broncos, they lost to the Jets 31-21. The other games that weekend were uh, the Ravens lost to the Steelers 17 to 10. And then the 49ers, I thought this game was going to be a interesting game on Sunday night football. Cause the 49ers went into the game undefeated at a four and and the Cowboys were three and one. Yeah. But the 49ers uh, crushed the Cowboys 42 to 10. And I said, this is, I wrote this as well with the eagles and 49ers both at five and oh i have feeling i have a feeling one of the two teams could represent the nfc in the super bowl at the end of the season in february las vegas but for the afc it's up in the air and tough to figure out who could represent the afc in the super bowl at this point of the season All right. Well,
0: didn't we? Weren't we just watching a Broncos game that we lost to? Yeah, it the was team? yesterday
1: uh, Thursday night football. Uh, they lost nineteen to eight. We almost dropped a. Ugh. I'm happy the Broncos didn't drop a big fat goose egg at, at the end of the game, but our season is pretty much over. And we did, and we do our and do the best that we can for the rest of the season and fix what our what our problems are, and what are costing us wins.
0: Yeah, we definitely need a change, that is for sure.
1: Yeah, so that's all the NFL that I watched this week, or this past two weeks. I...
0: That's okay, so then you, um, the NFL, yeah, I'm, I'm saying the college football seems to be more exciting than the NFL. Okay, so WWE Fastlane, what was that all
1: about? so that is the uh that was their recent like pay-per-view thing streaming on peacock this was in uh, indianapolis indiana and pick them wise
0: hi paul did,
1: this is the best i've done for any uh like any pay-per-view of wwe event where i only got one wrong out of a possible five.
0: Oh, that's good
1: so I was really happy Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes defeated, uh, the judgment day for the, uh, undisputed WWE tag team championship. That was the first match of the night. Uh, Seth Rollins is still the heavyweight championship. he beat uh Shinsuke Nakamura in a last man standing match. Uh, John Cena and LA Knight defeated Jimmy Uso and solo Sokoa in a tag team match. EO sky retained her, uh, WWE Women's Championship in a mm. triple threat match against Charlotte Flair and Asuka. And then lastly, LWO defeated Bob, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits in a six-man tag team match. Now, oh, LWO is a Latino World Order, which is like formed by uh, Rey Mysterio, the guy who wears the mask.
0: Uh-huh, the dad? Yeah, mm-hmm. Now, um, why was it called Fastlane? Is um, it?
1: I have no, I have no idea. Was it Friday or
0: Saturday? they always confuse me. The, the, the WWE because there's one on the, Friday the, and there's Saturday. Yeah, like SmackDown and blah blah blah. I just well, haven't I heard. This.
1: on Friday and Raw's on Monday, so I get that. Yeah, because, that's what I just didn't I understand. What the fastlane? Like name. different names for different events, like they do the the Royal rumble. And then like the elimination chamber, I heard the elimination chamber is supposed to be in Australia next year.
0: Oh, interesting. That's Australia.
1: Yeah. And I know WrestleMania 40 is going to be in, Oh, and
0: NXT is on Tuesday. Thank you, BP.
1: Yeah. And WrestleMania 40 is going to be in Philadelphia. Nice. Um, The recent recent one that I watched was uh, it was in Los Angeles.
0: Right. Okay,
1: I remember that. That was WrestleMania Thirty Nine.
0: That was earlier this year, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, and I remember they set like some <laughs> kind of two-day record for like attendance.
0: Yeah, I bet it was. It crazy was like young.
1: one. Uh, I think it was pretty close to one hundred and forty thousand people.
0: Yeah, that's insane. I know. Um, bb sent me the the Toy Story fun. The Toy Story Fun Day Day Football Trailer. Um, let me see if I can play it. To Infinity and Beyond. Toy Story Fun Day
2: Football is coming to Disney Plus and ESPN Plus. It's the NFL like you've never seen it before. Coming in week four. The Falcons and Jaguars matchup live from London will also be in Andy's room
3: as both teams transform into the world of Pixar's Toy Story. <laughs> oh, it's How a did they do that? Game. <laughs> but Toy Story theme, every run, pass, and score, live and unpredictable. Plus, a special halftime show featuring
2: Duke Kaboom performing incredible motorcycle <laughs> <title>. Buzz, <laughs> Woody, and all their friends at Disney, Pixar, ESPN, and the NFL invite you to watch Toy Story Fun Day Football between the Falcons and Jack.
0: Oh, I thought that would have been Sunday fun to watch. It was I think that football. would have been, I
1: honestly, I, I
2: it would
0: been interesting it to, to see. Watch that that made yeah, me understand like, it a little we'll bit. A I was confused when he was, yeah, pro, yeah. Well, probably I think it'd be better. Some of these games it would like the Broncos would be fun to watch like that. You know, what I mean? that's fun. Yeah, exactly. I didn't
1: understand. I'm just, I'm I didn't understand
0: saying. what you were how you were explaining. That. I was like, what? Okay, so
1: um, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It was a fun simulcast to watch on ESPN Plus. <laughs> to be honest, I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, that sounds cool. Looks cool. Yeah,
1: it was. It was good. It was fun. Yeah. All
0: right. So I um I were you done with the WWE um information, Aaron? Yeah, I'm
1: done with the WWE now.
0: All right. So then you have the MLB postseason wild card series and division it, series. Yeah.
1: So it started off with the uh, wild card series from last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um. The Minnesota Twins won the series uh 2-0, sweeping the number six seed Blue Jays. So the Twins won game one three to one. Twins won the second game th- two and won the second game two to nothing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: The five seed uh Texas Rangers swept the number four seed Tech uh Tampa Bay Rays two to nothing. Thanks. To advance Mike. the division series. Hi, bam, bam. Recently played the uh Baltimore Orioles in the division series. And so the Rangers won Game One of that Wild Card Series four to zero, and then won Game Two seven to one. The Diamondbacks upset the number three seed uh, Brewers 2-0 to advance the division series. They won Game One over the Brewers six to three, and Game Two over the Brewers five to two. And then lastly, the number four seed Phillies swept the Marlins to advance the division series the Phillies won four game four to one. And then the, in game two, they won seven to one. And just like pick them wise, like I've been doing with like the other, uh, professional sports, like in their playoffs and whatever, uh-huh. I only got one of those wild card series picks wrong. Oh, you're doing pretty good in all of that, Aaron. I know. Cause here's the thing this year, there's this thing called a, uh, that I set up called the, pro sports uh, championship gauntlet where I've predict, like i predicted the Stanley Cup winner correctly I predicted I the NBA finals uh, champion champion correctly so if I get this the world series one correct this year the only one that I'll have left out of the four major sports to predict a champion is the Super Bowl That's good. Keep trying. I mean,
0: this was what it's just it seems like this is the first time you really, really got into it and you've been doing it.
1: Yeah, I've been doing really well. Like, I've been doing this pick thing with, like, of course, with, like, college football and the NFL, like, with ESPN, that sort of thing. hmm Yeah, and now I'm just, like, continuing on, and I've been doing really, really well.
0: I know. I'm, I'm proud of you. Keep trying. Yeah. Don't give up.
1: Um. Then in the uh, Division Series I had... The My picks for the division series had the Orioles uh, advancing to the ALCS against the Texas Rangers. That didn't end up happening. Do you the think the Rangers Orioles eat Oreos?
0: Sweep?
1: No, the, it's a bird.
0: I know. I was just, you know, I just thought I about know, that.
1: Too. The Texas Rangers <laughs> Are won. Here. It's okay. They won game <laughs> one uh, against the Orioles 3-2. to two. They... Texas Rangers also won game 2 11 to 8 and then they beat the Orioles in game 3 7 to 1 so they're the ALCS um I also picked the Houston Astros to defeat the Twins in 4 games but they actually swept them in 3 they no they they beat them in 4 um they beat the twins in game one six to four in game one they lost game two uh to the twins six to two they won game three nine to one and then they beat the twins in game four three to two so that's the only so i predicted the astros correctly in the alcs now for the alcs i'm predicting that the houston Astros will advance to the world series in six games okay we'll beat the texas rangers in six games all right and then other other ones i've and then the other one i predicted the atlanta braves were going to beat my atlanta braves were going to beat the phillies in five games that really didn't happen they got swept in three um they lost uh game one three to zero no, they lost in four. They came back in game two, won five to four. Then they lost game three, ten to two. And then last night, they lost uh, three to one, being eliminated by the Phillies, so they're in the NLCS. And then the last pick I had was for the division series. I predicted that the Diamondbacks, the 6 seed Diamondbacks, were going to upset the L.A. Dodgers in five games. The Diamondbacks actually one in a sweep so i was correct about that not the amount of games so the diamondbacks won 11 to 2 in game one uh they beat the dodgers again in game two four to two and then the diamondbacks beat the dodgers uh in game three four to two to advance to the nlcs and they're gonna face the uh phillies starting on monday
0: how long have we been out of it the um the rockies they've been they're not season
1: since probably like 2017
0: no 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 i mean this this no 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 i mean this this season when was their last game was it like because they're not playing anymore there's no more games for them
1: correct no i think the last game was like october 1st or something like that okay okay
0: all right well then um the nhl hockey
1: the avalanche
0: started right
1: Yeah, and I actually watched that uh, season opening game yesterday, and I was wearing my, uh, I didn't wear it for long because I was doing my laundry. So, like, after the game, (laughs) I just took it off and just washed it real quick. So That way I can have it, like, ready to go for the next game.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: And so, the Colorado Avalanche actually won five to two against the LA Kings on the road.
0: All right. Good start.
1: And the guy who I have as the player on my jersey, he scored... Miko Rantanen scored two goals, and he also had two assists as well in the game. Nathan McKinnon also had a goal along with two assists. All
0: right, that's good.
1: Other, yep, and the other games I watched uh, from opening night was, uh, I think it was from Tuesday, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning defeated the Nashville Predators 5-3. to three. Okay, Chicago Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh 4-2. to two. And then back on Wednesday, this was when, like, the day the Avalanche started their season. Uh-huh. The first game before, on before that was the uh, Boston versus Chicago, and Boston won 3-1. to one. Nice. It's good that here, the Avalanche
0: a nice... started with
1: the win. Yeah, and I have here, it's a nice win for our color, for our Avalanche, even though they had to start the season out on the road. And we'll have to for a bit before their home opener on Thursday, October 19th, against the Chicago Blackhawks. Okay. And the other thing is we have to, like, I wonder if we can make the playoffs without one of our star players, because I know he's going to be out with a, uh, he's out with a knee injury for the entire season.
0: Did that just happen or did it happen in practice or?
1: I think this happened like last season when he got injured and he couldn't play in the playoffs. And now he's just like, because I know, I think he's in rehab right now for his, for his knee injury.
0: What is his name?
1: Gabriel Landeskog. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's the one with the knee injury and out for the season. Darn. I know. Well, you know, it's going to be tough to play without him.
0: Well, they started with a win.
1: Yeah, that's true
0: they started with a win so i mean they've been practicing all off season without him so hopefully um they have a strategy yep so there you go
1: and that's all the sports they got
0: oh all right aaron thank you so much um i know there was you know i threw a couple little jokes in there for you shouldn't think we're very funny sorry (laughs) Oh, it's just been a morning with these devices, I swear. Anyway.
1: Yeah, sometimes technology can give you a bad rap. Yeah, that's like okay.
0: It. Huh? Yeah. What'd you say? What? You still don't?
1: Aaron? I don't like it when technology just gives you a hard time. Nah, it's a pain. I could. We was like, ah,
0: we have like... 15 minutes to get on the. I don't know what's going on here so um Friday the 13th and we have a few minutes before music um let's see are you still there Aaron yeah, yeah. let's see on friday the 13th did you know um gosh tupac shakur actually died on friday the 13th 1996. they were talking about a bunch of different things that happened was that friday, the
1: uh, shooting in vegas or something where he got shot
0: yeah was the it? rapper i've
1: actually heard about that before yeah he was
0: shot on september 7th and died six days later on friday
1: the 13th 1996 like rumor that he's faking his own death or something oh yeah
0: there's been all kinds of yeah yeah, he's hanging out with elvis somewhere i guess
1: yeah Yeah, or something like that
0: um let's see what else was in here oh what's what's going on with julia louis steifus um oh she was born on um, january 13th, 1961 um well that's not bad um alfred hitchcock what happened to him um, he was born on Friday the thirteenth, eighteen ninety nine. He's too, you're too, you're too um, young to remember who he. You might have heard him. Oh, there. there,
1: there uh, Is Alfred oh. like a actor?
0: No, no, no. He, um, would make, uh, kind of like you, people would think spooky movies back in the days An uh, English film like director. director,
1: like he was a movie director skiing, right? Yeah.
0: Producer, editor. Yeah. Spook all that like kind screenwriter, of
1: this. director, same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Hi, bam, bam. Yeah. Those Good birds morning. that it, they were, they were black and white movies. Most of them weren't
4: they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah.
0: So yeah, I don't think you would remember them, Aaron. How you doing, bam, bam?
4: Yeah, I'm doing great. I just got back from a walk with TJ. That's why I was a few minutes late popping onto the show. But uh, I just want to say thank you once again for the uh, little package there. And Aaron, thank you for the drawing and the beautiful card.
0: I know I didn't even get to see what he drew for you. (laughs) (laughs) It was a secret. He sent him you're very welcome, though. I hope you like everything.
4: Oh, frig. Yeah. Like I said, I'm wearing the shirt right now. And my kids think it's super cool with the skull on the back. <laughs> I know it's perfect for Halloween
0: time, huh? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That it was um, a t-shirt from the WWE when um Aaron uh, and Lewis went, we got him a t-shirt. Yeah, so mm-hmm.
1: that was like the only Denver thing we could find.
0: Yeah. They yeah. had some special Denver ones that they were selling, but they were all sold out.
1: Yeah. It was with the Denver nuggets, that sort of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. The Denver nuggets in yeah, the WWE
1: i think yeah. there was like a I, I i wouldn't be surprised if there was a lot of denver nuggets fans at that smackdown anyway to get a hand on that yeah
4: and, uh, that laurie really just sucks. said in the background thank you for the ass beating sticks oh
0: you're welcome laurie <laughs> 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 i can't remember do we get a did we get the blue and white ones or was there an orange in there uh, do you blue remember? And white. okay yeah because aaron was with me when we picked him out and I should have taken a picture so that I knew when I sent you, but <laughs> yeah, like, like
4: uh, that's a popular color co- combo around here. Cause everybody around here is all about the Toronto Maple Leafs.
0: Oh, and it's blue and white.
4: Yeah. So as soon as I yeah, see them out, I was thinking Toronto Maple are, Leafs.
0: Are <laughs> oh, okay. Well that wasn't, Aaron just helped me pick them out. I was like, which one should I get this one or this one? And he's like, get that one. So we picked them out together.
4: Uh, speaking of Friday the 13th, though, in this area here, it's actually one of the most favorite days for everybody in the whole Niagara region. Why? Every Friday the 13th, uh, people with motorcycles, there's this place called Port Dover. It's about an hour away from here.
0: Uh-huh.
4: Everybody rides their motorcycles no matter what month. Friday the 13th falls in and they all have a big party at this place called Port Dover and they have uh, perch and fish Lunches and stuff like that there and all kinds of motorcycle stuff and motorcycle shows and Oh wow, that sounds like fun. Yeah, every Friday the thirteenth, it doesn't matter which month it falls in. Hey Lou. Even when it's snowing, there's guys riding their Harleys and stuff all the way to Port Dover on Friday the thirteenth. Is that far from you? About an hour. Oh, okay. So the weather isn't that bad today. Oh no, it's actually quite nice. The rain was supposed to start today, but I think it's holding off till tomorrow now, so
0: Okay, good.
4: But there's guys that'll go through the calendar every year and they book the Friday, the 13th off, like at the beginning of the year for the whole year. So that they know when they're going and yeah everybody's work. No, know- there's some places that actually shut down for today in the area because all their people ride bikes and they just shut down for the whole day.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. That's kind of cool.
4: Yeah. And then, <laughs> um, the different radio stations along the way, they'll set up like barbecues and breakfast and stuff so like if you're riding a bike you can pull into the radio station parking lot and they'll give you like a free hamburger or a free sausage
0: (laughs) it sounds like the bike to work day out here on bicycles they have all kinds of little stops along the way that you can get stuff but this is with motorcycles
4: (laughs) thousands and thousands of motorcycles go to port dover every friday the 13th
0: oh so i'm I'm guessing you've been have you ever been
4: i've been years years ago yeah yeah, I don't not- ride anymore. I haven't ridden a Harley. I I think I got rid of my Harley 10 years ago now, just about oh. my bad shoulders and stuff. It just can't handle it anymore.
0: Yeah. And that's a long, I mean, I might- even if your shoulders are hurting just for an hour to get there, can't be feel good.
4: Mm hmm. Yeah, like I might have to go the route of my dad someday once uh, the little kids get a little bit bigger. I might buy a three-wheeler like what he has, like that picture of me and TJ on the Harley. That's actually Harley Trike. It's my father's.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to ask. Well, wait a minute. I know I saw a picture of you. What were you riding?
4: Well, my dad showed up one day with his Harley just to shoot the crap and, uh, you know, talk a few minutes. And I just walked in the house. I grabbed the helmet. I said, hey, TJ, come here. What are we doing? I said we're gonna go steal my dad's Harley there you go my dad's standing in my driveway smoking a cigarette (laughs) and I took off on his Harley
0: (laughs) took a little ride
4: (laughs) yeah that's fun yeah I started riding motorcycles when I was like four I love motorcycles just my body doesn't like the map much anymore yeah well
0: you have an e-bike
4: uh it got stolen and then my other one's now broken and now my mountain bike got stolen the night before last again third bike this summer
0: oh my gosh and and didn't um like family bikes got stolen too Yep,
4: yeah, this is the third bike this summer that's been stolen <laughs> i got the guy on video and everything like a zoom in on his face and stuff but the cops won't do nothing about it
0: and then one of your neighbors connected with, <laughs> kind of got after one of them too, right? <laughs> Didn't one of your neighbors? Have... Yeah,
4: that there was like seven of them came up in our driveway and two of them yeah. stole bikes and they. My neighbor ran out with a baseball bat and hit the one kid with the baseball bat so hard he connected all over the ground and. And uh, so we got that one bike back, and uh, the kid lost a, like a three hundred dollar tennis shoe. So we got that nailed up to the telephone pole out front. <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't come back. See what happens to you. <laughs> well, this guy I mean looked like, um, God. This guy looked
4: like a homeless person. Uh, he very disheveled looking and he had a backpack on. He was either like a junkie or a homeless person.
0: Yeah. I don't trust. I mean, I see That's him all the time through that. We have, you know, the open field behind us between the houses and then it crosses the street. It's like a trail. And it goes for miles. And every time I see these people, and I hate to judge people like that, but it's like they're all in black, and they're usually either walking or on a bike, and then they have a huge backpack. And it's like they're nowhere around here. They're not neighbors or anything, you know what I mean? And it's like, what are these people doing? Yeah. And then you have all these, um, I don't know, that next door, and it just talks about, here's this person, this is what they were wearing. And they were on their camera still in something, you know? It's just crazy.
4: Yeah, and the homeless people, uh, a couple of them set up a big tent over beside my kid's school over the long weekend. And oh, uh, so when my kids went back to school on Tuesday, nobody, none of the kids were allowed to go outside for uh, recesses or anything like that because they didn't know who was in the tent.
0: I'm was, surprised that they didn't go like in, it and on make the them other move. Side
4: of the fence. All the cops went there, but uh, if you're in a tent, the police, unless yeah. they have a, a warrant, they, they're not allowed to open the tent. Because that's your domicile, even though it's not a permanent residence. If you're inside of a tent or inside of a vehicle and it, you can't see in, the police aren't allowed to just walk into it.
0: Huh. Even if it's on private property and stuff?
4: Yep. You, you wow. Have, uh, I did no idea. There's a whole process. That's why there's a lot of homeless encampments in the area. And they try to put them out in places and stuff. And it takes months for the cops to even be able to get rid of the homeless people.
0: Wow. I, that's how it but is. Somehow
4: um, it, it was gone by Wednesday. So thankfully our kids were allowed back outside for gym class and stuff and, you know, recesses and everything, but.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. You, because you have no idea. the safety is such, I mean, yeah, offense is nothing. <laughs> offense yeah. is nothing when you have no idea what's going on inside of there. Because like I've, I've said before, when I take Aaron to work, there's this one intersection and I don't understand why they always do it. It seems by, um, at least out here is by big interstates and they're all camped out along the fence. Um, and the opposite side of the fence is private property. It's cherry Creek. It's this huge, 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 um, state park that you have to pay to get into. And they, um, they'll come through and there'll be like four or five different, you know, big, huge cop vehicles, making them all move. And then they have to clean up all of their stuff. And then next week they're all back. And then they go through the whole process again. It's crazy. And then you yeah, see them. I've seen them uh, shooting up, shooting up right there, right out in the middle, drug dealers and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is going on right in front of my eyes. It's crazy.
4: Well, see, in the springtime, what I end up doing is walking around parks and like um, shopping mall parking lots and stuff. Mm-hmm. As the, because uh, every time it snows, they pile up the big snow pl- piles and stuff. You know what it's like. You live mm-hmm. in a snowy area. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, parking lots they end up with these big perma mountains until like the springtime when they all melt so yeah. i go walk around those parking lots and look for needles and stuff like that and then i call the city uh n- needle cleanup people just to make sure i don't see any kids walking through a parking lot and either picking it up or tripping and stabbing themselves with a needle so every spring i walk around all the parking lots and parks in my area and i call the uh, city and have them clean them all up
0: yeah it that's crazy that's and it's scary because I'm sure you find a lot. I'm sure you find a lot.
4: Oh, yeah. My friends actually do needle cleanup. I just don't trust them to do it. I don't know. Like, I've reported it and have them clean up, but my friends actually do yeah. needle cleanup. And underneath the one bridge in our city, once a month they go there and they literally fill a whole garbage pail full of needles and um, these little bottles of water. They're like a purified water that they mix the junk with.
0: Oh, that's what they're doing. Yeah, because they're up exactly the same thing. They go up under the underpaths is where I see them. They're all sitting up there and you can see them shooting up in the middle of well, the, in our mean, area
4: too. We, get, we give away free needles and we give away free drugs to junkies.
0: It doesn't seem to help. It did, That just seems like it no, wouldn't it does not. help the situation at all. Um, you know, I mean, this is a whole different story, but I mean, because to get into the the shelters and stuff where there is places for them to go, they have to show that they're not doing those drugs. And that's the whole, it just is a vicious cycle because unless they get help for that, they won't go to those places and then they're still on the street shooting up. So it's just crazy
4: up here when you go to those places they give you a little drug safety kit which comes with uh brand new clean spoons lighters scissors <laughs> gauze uh six pack oh, of syringes uh the sterilized water and that's what you leave with after you stay there for the night
0: yeah mike says it's like they're killing them faster it's like they're, here you go
4: here's some clean
0: stuff for you
4: yeah yeah I know. <laughs> Their system isn't working. <laughs> no,
0: it's not. And you would think, I mean, I don't understand the whole concept behind it. I just, um, I don't know. And yeah. <laughs> Crazy.
4: All right. Well, I'll quit jacking your show and uh, rocking. Rock oh, no, no. We'll play some. Schedule program. Yeah, we'll
0: play some um, Halloween music.
4: Have a great day. And thank you once again for everything. It was amazing. And I'm you're welcome. Looking forward Bam, to Bam. using some of those things in the very near future
0: all right talk to you soon bye great
4: day. bye
0: all right we're gonna start right in with um the first of three fridays of some Halloween music um since you know they do it for christmas they start in um, next month probably they'll start playing christmas music pretty darn soon so we're gonna start today and the first song that i have for you on the list is Monster Mash, get you dancing, get you up and dancing. A little bit about the song, the song Monster Mash by Bobby Boris Pickett is a fun and lively Halloween themed song about a mad scientist finding success with his Monster Mash dance in a local graveyard. It follows the story of a mad scientist who creates a monster in his late um lab late one night and then brings him to life by giving him a jolt of electricity um in the course the monster da dance mash becomes a smash hit in the graveyard with other supernatural creatures joining the party. Eventually, even Count Dracula arrives to try out the Transylvania twist and ends up joining the band. This song is a great example of how fun and humorous music can be at the same time. So here is Bobby Boris Pickett in the Crip Crip Kickers with Monster Mash. Please play. There we go. <laughs> Thank you for the likes, Century Man. Thank you, Shelby.
5: I was lucky in the lab late one night, with my eyes began oh, and in sight. sight. For my monster from his lab began to rise. And suddenly, to my surprise. He did the monster mask. The monster mask. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mask. It got on. Thank you, Mike. He did the mask. He did the monster mask. From my laboratory in the castle east, to the master bedroom and the vampire's piece, the girls all came from their humble abode to get a jolt from my electrode.
6: did the mask.
5: They did the monster man, the monster Mash. it was a graveyard
3: smash, Make
5: it got on in a flash, it a they did the monster man, the zombies were having fun, the party had just begun, the guests included Wolfman, Dracula and his son. The scene was rocking over, digging the sounds. Eagle on chains, backpiled baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the, mash. They played the Monster Mash.
0: Hey, Radio the Parlors, thank you for coming back.
1: The
5: and they played the Monster Mash. Out from his coffin, Black's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my trashy whist? It's now the Mash. It's now the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on and fly It's now the Mash. It's now the Monster Mash Now everything's cool, tracks a part of the band And my Monster Mash is the hit of the plan For you for living, the smash was meant to When you get to my door, tell them all this sake When you can and mash Then you can Monster Mash The Monster Mash And you my graveyard swing When you can mash You'll catch on in a flash When you can mash All right, that is
0: the Monster Mash by Bobby Boris Pickett and the Crip Kickers. All right. And a lot of these songs um, don't have anything to do with Halloween, but the titles um, kind of fit in there. So anyway, so the next song we have is Bloody Mary by Lady Gaga. Um, The song Bloody Mary by Lady Gaga is about loyalty, and perseverance in relationships. Um, in the song, Lady Gaga speaks of how love can be challenging and how one must persist and remain loyal even in the face of trials. Um, the chorus repeats, I won't cry for you, I won't crucify the things you do, which speaks um, to not giving in to doubt or self sacrifice in order to make something work. Um, see when you're gone, I'll still be Bloody Mary, which signifies a strong and steadfast commitment to love even after the person is gone. So here is Lady Gaga with Bloody Mary. Welcome, X-Z-I-U-K-J-E-B.
6: Love is just a history that they may prove and when we're gone, I'll tell them the no religions you went on, just now, to kill the king upon his throne, I'm ready for their stones. I'll dance, dance, dance with my hands, hands dance above my head, 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 like Jesus said. I'm gonna dance, dance, dance with my hands, hands, hands above my head, dance together, broken number, voiced dead because I won't cry for you, I won't crucify the things you do. Do I won't right cry, you see when you come, I'll Art for Macaron to carve. He can't be quite uh, the accrual uh, uh, of my fury's uh, heart. Uh, I'll wave uh, on mountain tops in uh, Paris, golf under uh, power, nowhere uh, to turn. Uh, I'll dance, 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 dance uh, with my hands, uh, dance, uh, dance above my head. Like Jesus said, I'm gonna dance, 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 dance With my hands and hands above my head Dance together for the number four You stand because I won't cry for you I won't crucify the things you do I won't cry for you See, and you're on,
3: still be there i <laughs> All right, well, that is Miss Lady Gaga,
0: <laughs> Bloody Mary, <laughs> from the album Born This Way in 2011. Okay, the next song um, is uh, This is Halloween. Um, it is normally done by Danny Elfman, but this one is, um, I'm going to play, is by Marilyn Manson. Um, this is uh, Nightmare Before Christmas um, Special Edition. Uh, This song, This Is Halloween by Marilyn Manson, is about a spirit and the fun of the Halloween season. It encourages people of all ages to come out and join in the festivities. The song also paints a picture of an eerie and spooky atmosphere that comes with the holiday season. It mentions various characters such as Skeleton Jack, the Pumpkin King, as well as descriptions of creepy creatures such as Fingers like snakes and spiders and hair that bring the horror and imagination of Halloween to life. Lastly, the song leaves listeners with an uplifting feeling to celebrate the season with friends and neighbors and enjoy all the spooky surprises Halloween has to provide. So here is Marilyn Anson performing This is Halloween.
6: Slaves come with a sin. you will see. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Scream the dead of night. This is Halloween. on, die right? I am the one, I'm the oh I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm the one, I'm Halloween. 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 the Halloween. Halloween. we everyone, everyone, the one, i the 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 I'm the one, I'm the Thank you, Judge. Thank you, D. Thank you, Shelby. Thank you, Radio for this.
0: He sings this song perfectly. <laughs> All right, that is this is Halloween um, performed by Marilyn Manson off the Nightmare to before Christmas special edition 1993. All right we're gonna move on to a little sexy one. Um, I put a spell on you by Nia Simone. Um, In this song, it's either most of this list has to do that the titles sound like they're Halloween, but they have to do with relationships or they are Halloween songs. And this is a relationship one. Um, It expresses the intense devotion and dedication of being in love. It explores how deep and consuming love can be, even when the beloved doesn't always recognize it or appreciate it. The singer cast a spell on her beloved to make them her own, conveying the idea that she will accept them anyway and that nothing can separate them. The song serves as a passionate declaration of the strength of true love and speaks of not allowing anything to get in the way of loving one's beloved no matter what. Here is Nina Simone. I put a spell on you. Hi Ramon, welcome. Put
5: a smell
7: on you.
0: Cause you mind. Oh, thank you, Ray Pellas.
7: You better stop the things you do. I ain't lying. No, I ain't lying. You know I can't stand it. You're running around. You know better than it. I can't stand it because you put me down. Well, yeah. I'll put a spell on you. you
0: I'm a sheer. Spell on you. Alpha if of, I put a spell on you. 1965. We're gonna move on to um Adams Family theme song. Now remember that one. That was a fun show. Um the lyrics present the Addams family as being mysterious, spooky, and creepy. Their behavior is considered strange and particular peculiar excuse me which sets them apart from society despite this they remain loving and unified they are described as being altogether uki portraying a strong family bond that is not influenced by um society uh the anna's family's home is described as a museum symbolizing that their behavior is on display for others to see. They are aware of their unusual nature and have embraced it, often showing off their quirks for others to see and be entertained by. Here is Vic Mizzy and his orchestra and choir, the Addams Family theme song.
7: And spooky, they're all together. ookie, the Adams family. The house is a museum. When people come to see 'em, they really are besprian. the screen, The Adams
6: family, neat, sweet, petite. So can with your all on. A that you can call on. We're gonna take a call on the Adams family.
0: That is Vic Mizzy and his orchestra and choir, The Adams Family. All right, we're going to move on to um, "Bad Moon Rising" by Creedence Clearwater Revival. The song "Bad Moon Rising" um, is a metaphor for impending doom or um, difficult period in life. Set against a swampy rock backdrop, the song describes an intimate destructive force—a bad moon of on the rise which is the singer's warning should be avoided at all costs. The song has been interpreted as a warning of the disaster of the Vietnam War and an environmental plea um, given its lyrical content about natural disasters. Ultimately, however, the song encourages resilience in the face of uncertainty and remains a powerful anthem for survival in difficult times. Here is Bad Moon Rising, Clearwater Revival.
3: I see trouble on the way, I
6: see earthquakes and lightning, I see downtown today, don't go around today, but you're bound to take your bed there's a bad moon on the rise. I know the end is coming soon. I feel the river overflowing. I feel the voice of Ranger Roy. Don't go out tonight, will you find it in your life?
0: Moon Rising, Credence, Florida Revival, off the album Green River in 1969 play again all right so the next one is thriller of course by michael jackson Um, The song Thriller is a horror-themed dance pop song that depicts a horrifying and suspenseful situation. The lyrics tell a story of a person being stalked by a spooky creature at night, having to fight for survival against it and its cohorts until morning. The song encourages listeners to embrace their fears and dance along with the beat as if the challenge is their own anxiety. The bridge of this song also builds in a sense of urgency as they realize that there's no escaping the jaws of the alien this time. (laughs) In the end, um, they are triumphant and proves that no mere mortal can resist the evil of Thriller. The message of the song is overcoming fear, facing it head on and being brave. So here is Michael Jackson's Thriller. Thank you, Rainy, for this. guys are dancing. Thank God I'm not on camera. <laughs>
6: Especially
0: you, Mike. I know you're doing this dance. dance globe those (laughs) thank you Mike the disco ball shining (laughs) disco balls oh my gosh they're expensive $70 oh there's one for 30 bucks me of the Haunted Mansion at Disneyland or Disney World and when you're leaving and you're going up the escalator and there's that little globe with that little lady and she's like, see you next time. And she's talking to you and stuff.
6: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh
3: no
0: thriller Michael Jackson um, I had to play that whole thing you can't cut that one off all right the next song I have is Dracula's wedding which is outcast featuring Khalees a little bit about the song and portray it portrays the fears and anxieties of the narrator Andre 3000 as he contemplates his attraction to someone who he deems to be frighteningly irresistible the repeated lines but I'm terrified of you, indicates that Andre's love interest holds a power over him that he finds daunting. He admits to never having been afraid of anyone before, but this particular person has him running scared. He believes that he has the ability to influence millions through his music, but this power is nothing compared to the hold this person has over him. Alrighty, here is Outcast featuring Khalees, Dracula's Wedding.
6: You're all I've ever wanted,
0: but I'm terrified, terrified of you. Of you. See,
7: my castle may be haunted, but I'm terrified of you. I cast my spell on millions, but I'm terrified of you.
6: Read it, I do this from the ceiling, but I'm terrified, terrified of you. I make my whole life to bite the right one. Then you come along and that freaks me out. So I'm terrified of Check I never ran from no one, but I'm terrified of you. See, my heartbeat can't show one, but I'm terrified of you. I've been, been around you. for ages, but I'm terrified of you. i my fingers crossed the stage, but yet I'm terrified of you. I went my whole life to make the right one. Then you come along, and that freaks me out so I
0: thank you, you
6: mike know I You know i Jams, two dance for males, don't run. I'm not the sun, huh? So much at stake, oh all bad choice of words, but I'm not the gun. Shun silver bullets, and I can count one, two, three. Yes, so I make great peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Man, hell, same.
0: That is Dracula's Wedding Outcast featuring Khalees off the album Speaker Box, The Love Below 2003. All right, this next one, um, this next one's for my mom because she used to play Shawnana all the time when we were growing up. And this is um, The Witch Doctor by Sha-nana. Um, It's a quirky and playful song with a lighthearted storyline. The song revolves about seeking advice from the witch doctor. To win the heart of someone the singer is in love with. So here they are, sha Na Na with the Witch Doctor. I told the Witch Doctor
2: I was in love with you. Bum, 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 bum. I told the Witch Doctor I was in love with you. And then the Witch Doctor told me what to do. He said <laughs>
0: See, that's what you need to do. Mike is sing that song. <laughs> and
2: you'll
0: get its <laughs> It is it is Good to see you.
6: And win your
2: heart. My friend, which he told me
0: what to say. My friend, which he told me what to do. I know that you mean, but I say this to you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hi, Nora, welcome. So I went out found myself with so much, and he told me you were your my friend witch doctor he taught me what to say My friend witch
0: doctor he taught me what to do I know you been when I say this to you I i with the witch doctor <Slow�is tones> We're we'll gonna move on To the next one, I'm Time Warp from the Rocky Mountain, uh, Rocky Mountain, that's where I'm at, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, 1975. The song begins with a riffraff expressing the fleeting nature of time and his need to keep control. He reminisces about doing the Time Warp, a dance that allows him to escape the void and the darkness that it brings. The company joins in, encouraging everyone to repeat the Time Warp dance, which involves jumping to the left, stepping to the right, putting your hands on your hips, and bringing your knees in tight, the pelvic thrust mentioned in the song is the highlight as the move that drives people insane. This emphasizes the infectious and hilarious nature of the dance. Here we go, guys! Everybody, get up to do the time warp. Here we go. It's a Hi, Samuel. Mundane.
6: To jump to the planet.
3: Put your hands
6: Be free me, so you can't Can sing see. See. No, no, no not at all in another dimension mm-hmm. with waiting intention Well excluded well, it's it's I see y'all with a vision of life. You're into the time slip. And nothing can ever be the same. Let's be a startled sensation. Like you're under sedation. Oh. It's beautiful. It's beautiful.
0: is the time warp but little now the rocky horror picture show and a bunch of other people from 1975 i'm growing up and even still when i went back to california gosh a year ago for my mom's memorial there's a small theater um where i grew up and they still every i don't remember if it's friday or saturday night they still play this movie and everybody lines up all dressed up to go participate in it. And it's pretty crazy to be part of it. It's insane. People are crazy. It's fun. All right. The next song is um, Adam's Groove by MC Hammer. it's about celebrating the unconventional, out-of-the-ordinary lifestyle of the Adams family. The song encourages listeners to live, play, and dance however they want, expressing themselves freely without fear. Hammer's version expresses um admiration for the family's peculiar and non-conforming lifestyle and encourages listeners to be proud of who they are so here is mc hammer adam's groove
8: Just relax around the house, or well, not, or not, or not, not, and I'll watch, yo, can have come out, sir. Now I don't mind, mind. being a friend and showing a little bit of flavor, but Wednesday, Bunchley, we Gomez, oh. Fester, man, and some strange names. what they wanna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, play how they wanna play, dance this for the of Family. what they wanna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, play how they wanna play, dance how they wanna dance, if they afraid. Of Family. Was a I needed the ball. A little bit of a for My chick. The next thing you know coming in was a hand with the fingers. I said, right, well, you know I Now I try to play it on off And act like I'm having a ball. But what do I see? Yo, a permanent message and a big beat. Tall. I'm not they do what they gonna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, play how they wanna play, dance, how they wanna dance, take and they stop a friend what they wanna do. Say what they wanna say. Live how they wanna live. Play how they wanna play. Dance how they wanna dance. Speaking, they're still afraid. Adam Family. Speaking and thinking about the Adams. You know the hammer is with We act a fool, no ball swoop. Goofy and Randy, you know we kick it off. Now is the time to get in your mind. It's okay to beat yourself, yourself. Take- Foolish guy, and put it aside like my Adam. Yo, they dance like they do what they wanna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live, tell you how they wanna play, dance how they wanna dance, kick if they stumble for an Adam. Family. They do what they wanna do, say what they wanna say, live how they wanna live.
0: by MC Hammer off of his greatest hits. All right, we're gonna move on. That's could, could be an earworm for sure. Um, the next song I have um, is A Nightmare on My Street, of course by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Um, a Nightmare on My Street um, is a playful and humorous song that tells the fictionary story about encouraging Freddy Krueger, the um, iconic villain from Nightmare on Elm Street film series. The song combines elements of horror and comedy as the Fresh Prince reencounts his eerie experience. Here is DJ Jazzy Jazzy Chuff in the Fresh Prince, a nightmare on my street. Thank you, Shelby. Thank you, Mike. It was a
7: Saturday evening if I remember it right And we had just gotten back up toward last night So the gang and I thought that it would be movie If we summoned up the money and dumbbushed the movie I got Angie, Jeff got Tina, ready rock past some girl I've never seen in my life that was alright over the lady was chill. About Elm Street was the movie we saw. The way it started was decent, you know, nothing real fancy about this homeboy named Fred and this girl named Nancy. But third, when it was over, I said, "Yo, that was death!" And everything seemed all right when we left, but when I got home and laid down to sleep, that began the nightmare on my street. On my street. My room like an my bed was sweating, and I was hugging. I checked the clock and it stopped at 1230. It melted, it was so darn hot, and I was thirsty. I wanted something cool to quench my thirst. I thought to myself, yo, the heat is the worse. But when I got downstairs, I noticed something was wrong. I was home all alone, but the TV was on. I thought nothing of it as a grass. The remote. I pushed the power button, and then I almost choked when I heard this awful voice coming from behind. It said, you to be man, it now, you must die. man? I ain't even wait to see who it was." It broke inside my drawers and screamed so long, long, 'cause got halfway up the block to calm down and stop screaming. and thought, Oh, I get it. I must be dreaming. I strolled back home with the grin on my grill. I think since this is a dream, I might as well get ill. I walked in the house, the big bad fresh is but Freddie killed. All oh, that noise real quick. He grabbed me by my neck and said, here's what we'll do. We got a lot of work here, me I said, Yo, Fred, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody with nails that long. Look, I'll be honest, man, this team won't work. The girls won't be on you. Bridgette's face is all burnt. <laughs> Fred got mad in his head
0: start steaming. <laughs> <but laughs> Welcome,
7: at, at RMX. Please leave friends so I can get some sleep. But give me a call and maybe we'll hang out next week. I got him on the shoulder and said, thanks for stopping by. Then I opened up the door and said, take care guy. He got mad. You back his arm and slashed my shirt. I laughed at first and thought, hold up, that hurt. It wasn't a dream, man. This guy was for real. I said, Freddy, uh, I was in an awful mistake here. No vocal words. And then I got it.
0: Upstairs. That is DJ Jazzy job in the Fresh Prince with the story, Ooh, A Nightmare on My straight. We're going to move on. There's a couple more I want to play. Um, Weird Science. Love these guys. Oingo Boingo. The meaning of the song, Weird Science, Oingo Boingo is about using a combination of technology, magic, and imagination to create something new and innovative. This is such a fun movie. Um, what happened to these movies like this? They were fun and made you laugh. Um It supplies the plastic tubes pots and pans diagrams charts and voodoo dolls they are ready to blend reality and make their dream come true the song could have also meant uh, to express the meaning that you don't need to fit into the norm and expectations of society in order to succeed if you can find a way to explore your own boundaries okay they got that out of there here is weird science by oingo boingo oh you turn that off here we go. Weird science. From my
6: heart and from my head, why don't people understand my intention? and pots and pans, bits and pieces, and magic from the hands of making weird science All the things I've never seen before, and I know to do this kind of an imagination, weird science. Not it, it the truth, weird, All the top of these are said to do, making truth, but true, living tissue on flesh, weird science. All the classic moves and pots and pans, bits and pieces, and pieces, bits and pieces, Thank
0: you, Shelby. Oh so welcome. There <laughs> like a weird science have a dead man's party fun album that whole album would be good for halloween um i found this tradition the devil went down to georgia i'd never heard it before by nickelback and um who's the guy dave morton morton is his name i think um i like this version really i really do the song devil went down to georgia by nickelback and featuring dave morton tells the story of a young man named johnny who makes a risky Bet with the devil, the devil and Johnny bet on a guitar of gold against his soul that the devil was a better guitar player than the young man. The young man Johnny is able to prove, though, this uh, his playing that he is better musician and able to win the bet. At the end, Johnny stands victorious and the devil realizes he's been beaten, leaves in defeat and declares and proclaims, devil just came back. If you ever want to try again, I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best it's ever been. The song is cautioning everyone to be weary of making deals with the devil. Don't do it. It is a warning about believing in yourself and staying true to who you are no matter how the risk. Here is Nickelback featuring um, Dave Martone with The Devil Went Back to Georgia.
3: I came across this young man picking a guitar and playing it up on a hickory stump, said, so Well, let me
8: tell you what. So I can't, old, but I'm a guitar player, too. And if you care to take this dare, I'll make a bet with you. You're a pretty damn good scummer boy, but give the devil his
6: due. I'll bet a guitar of gold against your souls says I'm better than you. But the boy said, My name's Johnny, and it might be a sin. But I'll oh, take your bet, your governor, and I'm the best that's ever been. Thank <laughs> you.
8: just like
0: I really like this version a what.
7: in that chair up right there. Let me show you how
8: devil vowed his death because he knew he'd been
5: beat and he laid that gold guitar down on the ground at johnny's feet and johnny said devil just come on back if you ever want to try again i done told you once you son of a bitch i'm the best that's ever been
0: Introduction for you
3: guys.
0: All right, I love that one. That is Nickelback featuring Dave Martone with "The Devil Went Back to Georgia." Woo! That was exciting. I loved it. <laughs> I hope you guys like that list. Um, I put together three more for the next three Fridays. They're all going to be Halloween-ish music. It doesn't. <laughs> some of the songs, you know, it's just the name sounds Halloween-ish, but still, it's a good playlist. And then, of course, on um, Monday the 30th, we'll have it too. And then the next couple of Wednesdays will be scary music soundtracks. And I'm not watching the movies, so there. (laughs) So I'll have to have some videos. I know, that was really good. I loved it. Devil went back to Georgia. All right, you guys, um, it is Friday. I hope you be safe out there. It just seems like... you know, people are in bad spots and stuff, and you feel like everything's coming down on you. Just be, you know, be have some self compassion, like I talked about earlier, um, for yourself. And if nobody's told you lately, you are loved and you are appreciated, and I truly do mean that. Um, so be safe. I care about you guys. I want you to be back here on Monday. Um, man, I don't know if it's just Colorado because people. Um, but be be safe and be uh, watch out for each other. Have a good weekend and I will see you around. Oh, I got to leave you like I always leave you. What in the world is wrong with me? Where is my little, um, where is it? Oh, oh, let's do that again. Because I was not allowed. <laughs> Um, Be the reason someone smiles today. Let your smile change the world, but don't let the world change your smile. Okay, I love you guys. Um, have a great weekend, and I will see you around, Podbean.
3: Bye.
0: Ah, Bart! (laughs) I love you, Bart. Have a good day, Jane. Be be, be kind to yourself. Um, Mike, I love you. Bam, bam, you're the best. V.P. I love you, V.P. Selby, big hugs. Love you to you, Radio Carlos. To parts, Bart. Barbara. You guys are the best. See you back on Monday. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Bart.